Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Little birdie tells me you went to a festival. Oh, that little birdie was right. That little birdie was you, actually. That little frickin' birdie was right. You tweeted to tell me that you went to but i only i only did one night did did you actually stay the night because i saw the night you did stay the night yeah i only lasted i lasted one night how did it okay yeah it was great talk me through the experience all right here we go so bear bear in mind your other festival experience you spoke about where you turned up yeah walked in someone said who's that is that that fucking jamie lang and then you then i left straight away okay so talk me through wilderness this one's a little bit different wilderness fest 2022 wilderness festival 2022 first one in about three years yeah it's great First festival in three years. 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 Probably your last after you get married as well. Um, it was great. Was it? It was great. Talk me through it. Come on. I arrived Stop there. Teasing. Okay, I arrived there. I'm in boutique camping. Of course. Yeah. We get taken to our tent. Nice. The guy who takes us to the tent tells me the story. He says, oh, by the way, I took Mickey Flanagan yesterday. He took him. He took him. <laughs> he abducted him. He took him. By the way, <laughs> I abducted took... Mickey Flanagan By the way, I took Mickey Flanagan. I'm about to take you too. He took Mickey Flanagan and... Um, so you immediately were like, okay, I'm in the right spot. I was like, I'm, I, I'm amongst... I'm amongst big A-listers yeah, right now. Hilarious people. We put our stuff into our boutique tent. Two man. Were you impressed? I was really with, impressed. With the structure? Oh, quite nice. Up, up to standard? Like a mini teepee. Sophie Happy? Sophie Happy boiling in there. Yeah. Hot, great, Roasting. great weather for the for a festival. <laughs> great weather, but boiling in this teepee tent. Yeah. Did you meet the neighbours? Met the neighbours. Nice. Big fans of Strictly. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So they knew. Were you happy about that? Yeah, kind of. Were you trying to, like, you want to go under the radar? You're like, were you like. I said, look, what, you were you we- what were you wearing? At this point, I'm wearing white shorts, white t shirt, white trainers, so and, a, and a black hat. Dressed for tennis. Yeah. So I was. <laughs> I ha- and was a racket. Your, was that your disguise? And I had a yeah. racket that, and I had some, um, some bubbles. That can't be the guy off Made in Chelsea. He's clearly a tennis player. <laughs> yeah. I was disguised as a tennis player. To be fair, Wilderness is quite that sort of festival. Mm. It's very... Um, Wimbledon like vibes. Middle, upper class, yeah. in a field. Yeah. Lots of posh buggers. And uh, so I said hi to them. They said hi. I said, how's your festival going? <laughs> they said hi. They were eating hummus and pita bread. Oh, delicious. <laughs> this like Wilderness Festival compared to other festivals is so funny, isn't it? Yeah, so hummus and pita like, bread. You go to like, you go to like Reading or Leeds, they're probably like... And they're burning s- down the tents. Burning down the tents, <laughs> scraping cocaine off the floor. Whereas you go to, <laughs> go to Wilderness and they're like... What's I think toast- cocaine is a little highbrow as well. <laughs> I think it's actually a little highbrow. <laughs> scraping mud. I remember when I, the first festival I went to was Reading and uh, I was with my first ever girlfriend, Phoebe, and we were staying in this tiny little tent. Mm. We... Uh, we like got so into it and both basically told each other we were going to marry each other. You know, yeah, it's like fully yeah, first festival. Yeah. Like, came out of our tent and it was literally like a war zone. The tent next to us was identical to us, burnt to the ground. There was, there was, there was a, um, like a group of like lads, probably like the same age as me, like 16, who were all like going around, tearing down the infrastructure, <laughs> setting fire to shit, lobbing deodorant cans onto, on, onto bonfires. So it was, it was like bombs were going off. I was like, we're in hell. <laughs> I watched that. Um, it's intense. Woodstock. 
Yeah. Woodstock 99. Did you watch that documentary? I watched it as it, well. It, I mean, it wasn't quite as extreme as that, but that was fucked up. Yeah, if you watch this documentary on Netflix called Woodstock 99, it's a, yeah, it's mental what happened. The, like, everyone just turned against the festival. The, the, oh, America's quite a mad place. It was anyway, a, so this is... It was a pretty is, miserable experience Woodstock would have been. Wilderness not pretty, so pretty, pretty far from what if you If you imagine the opposite side of Woodstock 99, you probably got Wilderness there. Anyway, Wilderness so I'm wearing my tennis outfit. I go in there. Do you know who's do you know who's headlining right there as I get on? As you get on. As as I as I arrive. <laughs> do you know who's headlining? Me. Do you, do you know who's I'm he- the headliner. Do you know who's headlining as I arrive? No. Sophie Ellis Baxter. Damn oh, straight. Come on, murder on the murder dance floor. Murder on the dance floor. Oh, big. Felipe's meeting her on Tuesday. Can we get her on the podcast? I would absolutely adore her. Her husband is the uh he's a bass player of the feeling. Mm. Anyway, so she was there. We we party around, we Are have you, a good time. Did you get like backstage at this type of stuff, or was it not really that I, I don't know. I could have done, I could have done, but I didn't want to do that. You saw Mickey. Mick, Mick, Mickey, Mickey, Mick. Anyway, saw Vic Hope, our good friend. Yeah, said hi to her. Then the party sort of. I had a couple of drinks. Then it starts to flow. Peggy Goo starts playing. Ah, okay. Now we're getting up, into up the tempo, right? Up the tempo. You, you Peggy into, Goo. You into, you into a bit of the goo. I you love like, the goo. Do you like to get Peggy Goo once Instagrammed uh, a picture of my sweets, and, and everything went it went crazy. Oh really? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, she's got a big fan base. Love Peggy Goo. Peggy Goo started playing. I was like, this is brilliant. Anyway, that all happened. We then go to the place called The Valley. It's a big night. We're all partying. It's all great. The Valley's a bit of a nightmare. You go to this place called The Valley, which is like a, a dip in the woods, and it's big, heavy music. Boom, boom, boom. A lot of the doof doof. A lot of the doof doof. <laughs> I then go back to my tent. Yeah. Uh, with I kid so- you not. With Soph? Or? With Sophie. Yeah. And uh, a couple of other friends, a guy yeah. called Rodney. Yeah. And uh, Millie. Millie. Yeah. I'm in the tent. I then go outside the tent. Someone tells us to shut up because we'll talk. I think neighbors who thought I was Roger Federer. M- Mickey tells you to M- shut up. Mickey Manning tells me to be quiet. So I go, I'm just going to go and take a pee. I walk out of the tent to go and take a pee. Yeah. I kid you not. I kid you not. Yeah. I'm not that drunk. Okay. I'm pretty sober. Yeah. I'm taking a pee and I see a woman <laughs> running down the road, running down the road. And I was like, She's running after something. It's nighttime. And I look, she's running after a ferret. <laughs> what? <laughs> she has a pet this is why, ferret. This is why I love. She has a pet I love festivals. ferret. She's running <laughs> after a ferret. Like, did she catch him? Don't know. And I went back in the Are tent. Are you sure you saw I this? I promise you. I went not... back in the tent and I said, guys, there's a woman running after a ferret. <laughs> they went, what? So I like, kid you not, there's a woman running after a ferret. Oh. Um, That's why I love festivals. Woke up in the morning. Yeah. I turned over. Sophie was looking at me. And I was like, oh my God, it was so bright in the tent. <laughs> There's a ferret on her head. Yeah. <laughs> she said, look, I think we should just do the one night. Oh, uh, you, you, yeah. you called it quits. So you didn't go in the second day? I, I, had, I had the ammo to do the second day. You had it. I had it in the chamber to do the second yeah. day. But I thought, you know what? I'm at this age now where I know what's going to happen the second day. I've done it a million times before. Mm. You Same can, thing. You, you you realize you can't chase ferrets, and you all, can't exactly as a metaphor. You can't, you can't chase ferrets all, you, all weekend. Sometimes you can't catch the ferret. And yeah, and if you don't catch the ferret, you're just going to keep it's, chasing it's, it. It's the eternal chase. So we decided to um, go yeah, back to London. Ferret off. Yeah, we went back um, and didn't tell anyone. We just left. Oh, you love doing that. Yeah. See you later, everyone. You can't handle. They call it the Houdini <laughs> because you can escape from anywhere. You can't handle the guilt. It's not the guilt. It's quite hard saying goodbye. Just go. It's the French accent. Well, Just go. There, there, there's that thing. You save two years of your life if you don't say goodbye there at parties. There you freaking go. Yeah. So just get out. If you don't drink, you save 252 hours a year. And probably 
hell of a lot of money. There you go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our bonus episode of Private Parts. Welcome back to your Wednesday. <laughs> By the way, people loved last week's episode with my sister. Oh, yeah, it was, it really, was powerful. Really powerful. My mum phoned me up to be like... The first oh, time she's actually phoned you. It's normally yeah. you pranking her. I know, always trying to get hold of her. I got a question for you, though, by the way. Yeah, hit me, brother. What do you think defines a room? Defines a room? Yeah, what, does a room the, have to have a the, roof? The man standing in it. <laughs> does, <laughs> does a room have to have a roof? Um, oh, as in, like, what does it... What, to, what's to, a room? To, to be a room. Does um, a room have to have a roof on it? I don't know if it necessarily does. You could, metaphorically, could have a roof. So I, 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 when I was in Ibiza, I slept in a yurt, yeah. right, which is circular. Yeah. And there's something about sleeping in circular buildings or circular rooms that is amazing. Like you sleep really like much better. I don't know why. Like rigid squares. I don't think it like works as well with your brain. It's like nice to be in a circle. You sleep better in a circle. Yeah, there's something to do like, I don't know. Sorry, you sleep in a circle. Did you sleep well, did you sleep well in your TV? Yeah, I slept very well. There you go. Didn't in the morning when it was so bright. Yeah. Feng shui in a room is really important. It's so important. Okay, here's a little tip for you listeners. Never have your bed facing the door apparently bad not always possible yeah apparently it's a bad thing feng shui apparently is bad so don't look at the door shouldn't look at the door when you're sleeping turn away from yeah the door. that's that's actually a thing you shouldn't you should not look at the door what happens if people creep up on you that will, will, the whole point is you shouldn't you shouldn't, shouldn't be, be doing think, that you shouldn't be thinking of it you shouldn't be doing that another another feng shui for things like don't look at your phone before you go to sleep i don't yeah, you do. I do sometimes. It's, yeah, it's you bad. do. It's bad. I reckon you sit on your phone all freaking night and you just look at it. Yeah. Just look at it with the screen closed. Staring at it. <laughs> I don't see what's so bad about this. It's absolutely fine. <laughs> another, another thing. Uh, I now, at my older age, I have to go to the bathroom about eight times before I go to sleep. It's probably the turtle juice. It's not, it's not the turtle juice. Ruining your insides. It ain't the turtle juice. I just have to go. I have to go to so the... So you, you have to wee a lot or... No, yeah. not poo. We a lot. We have to wee. Yeah, all uh, the freaking time. That's what happens. What Welcome. do you mean it happens? That's what happens. Welcome to. I mean, normally when you're in like your seventies, though. I do you yeah. Think you're you're progressing quite quickly. I hope not. I had this feeling that having having to wee. Have you ever had like is it like cystitis? No. Where like you constantly feel like you need a wee, and like you can't sleep because you feel like you need a wee. You go to the toilet, you can't really wee. It's awful. Sorry, explain it again. Cystitis. That's not no cystitis is not that. Cystitis is where you have an it's infection. Like, it's like sting. It's like yeah, it's stinging. Stingy, yeah. But that's what happens. You've had that. Well, I don't know if I had cystitis, but that was the closest thing to you, it. Have you ever? Have you ever had? And be honest and don't lie. And we're gonna yeah. and I want you to say it, you know just straight off the cuff. Here we go. Yeah. So we're gonna know if you're lying. Here we go. Yeah. Have you ever? Have you ever had an STD? No. <laughs> oh, it went I up. Haven't. You've never had I one? I haven't, no. Oh, don't look down, big boy. <laughs> I looked at the right. Yeah, hey. You ain't going to give me on that oh. one. No, I actually, I actually haven't. Yeah, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, those were uh, not, that were not my results. Um, no, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, yeah oh, I haven't. <laughs> have you? No. <laughs> you <fucking laughs> I haven't. You have. I have not. Come on. I have not had one. Tell the kids. I have not. I have Tell not. the kids what you had. Fortunately enough, I've never, ever had an STD. Yeah. I haven't. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> but listen, it's important that if you are listening to this, it's important you, that if you are no, if you are listening to this and you do have unprotected sex, you do have to make sure you wear a condom because they are rife out there. 
I told you the time why, that I went for an. Why S- have you just taken this moment to do a weird segue to? I don't know. To tell kids to wear condoms. I told you the time that Freaking I went to the out. STD clinic when no. I was much younger, no. sixteen years old. I was dating a girl, and she said the only reason we can ever have sex—I must be seventeen. She said, uh, "If we can have sex, you have to go and have an STD check." Before. So mm. I went to the STD clinic, and there was like this Jack the Lad. You there. walked in, and they laughed at you, and <laughs> you can't have any STDs, eh? <laughs> you went, they went. There was this Jack the Lad there who was like making jokes. Yeah, all, that, all this. Anyway, uh, he was in front of me in the queue and he, he went and had his check. And then I've never seen a person so juxtaposed oh, well, as, like, when they, as, as in the, when cha- they the went change. In, <laughs> when they went in, he came out. Honestly, he looked <laughs> like he'd seen a ghost. <laughs> Mate, it's, 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 quite, it's quite horrific. He looked like he'd seen a ghost. They, it's changed over the years because mm. I remember when I went when I was really young. They used to put like a thing down. Oh, <gasps> I had that down your urethra. Yeah, and it stang so much. I remember so the first time I ever went. They used to. It looked. The only way I can like, describe it was like it, a long cotton. No, it looked like you know the things you blow bubbles out of. It was like oh, a mini yeah. version of oh, that. Oh no, don't. And they used to put it down oh. your urethra. The urethra. Your um, urethra. But so the first time I ever went, um, yeah. I go and there's a, a a lady, a nurse, and she's like, "Do you mind if um, we're doing like training in a minute? Do you mind if like." Someone else comes in to, uh, to watch you. to watch, and I was like, too nice to say no. So I was like, yeah, I don't want to get in the way. I don't want to get in the way. So get you in were way getting an STD check, and some other person came in to have a I look. I didn't want to get in the way of her doctor's career. Very true. To, very uh, fair. Good you know, So anyway, I was like, yeah, I guess that's fine. Three women walked in <laughs> and sat there, <laughs> and um, your penis when <laughs> when you're in that environment, and there's a thing like a, a nasty stick being you got, put, a, you got a massive erection. No, completely the opposite. <laughs> Like, you suddenly got a massive reaction. <laughs> a massive reaction. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm having a reaction. <laughs> you, you got a massive erection in front of these three women. <laughs> so I've seen lots of movies, um, and this is. Uh, you were like, oh, I know what's no, happening. They, they start like they started. So she's doing this, putting this thing down my um, urethra, <laughs> and they start talking about EastEnders. No, <laughs> yeah. they didn't. I was like, this is so unprofessional. <laughs> like, come Did on. you say anything? Yeah, I chipped in. I was like, Peggy shouldn't have done that. She- <laughs> Wait, hang on. So you had an STD check and these people came in. Yeah, training day. What the hell? Training day. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ever had to have a, an operation before? Yeah, I've had, I've had a couple of operations. When I was a kid, mm-hmm. um, my left front tooth yeah. didn't come down. So I had, like, for two years, I think from when I was, like, 12... I just didn't have a front tooth there, so it looked like I'd been like someone had like knocked out my tooth. Yeah. So they had to put a chain because <gasps> the, t- the tooth. Oh was, my god! The tooth was actually there, but it was just like sitting up above the gum. So they had to like <sighs> they had to cut it open and put a little gold chain on it that was like weighted, and it just like slowly pulled it down. That is absolute baller! You you had a gold weighted chain, yeah, boy. attached to yeah, your I, tooth. I got that gangster and tooth. Wait, how long did it take for it to be weighed down? Oh, day with that chain, mate. It was no, no. How, I, I no, know. it took a while. It was like a year or something. You had to wear a gold chain in your tooth for a year. Yeah, to have. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that's the most ridiculous I'm thing I've ever heard. Age twelve. You had to wear a gold chain attached to your tooth I, to weigh I it down. I sometimes think life's a bit strange. They just make that up. Yes, <laughs> like 
this kid has put gold chain on his, in did, his what, mouth. Did he have pictures of it? No, probably not. It's 12. Did you hide it? I didn't. Well, I was, by that stage, I was just happy that there was a solution. Because like, at first it was funny because it looked like someone punched me. And then I was like, I actually looked like I looked like a like pre-adolescent. So they put a gold as... chain. I've yeah, never man. heard of that in my life. Come on, baby. Someone else, if anyone else out there has had the same issue. Yeah, let us know. That, yeah, get involved. Um, I also remember I had some teeth taken out, like some molars or something. Yeah, the wisdom teeth. And um, they had to gas me like 10 times because I kept waking up. You know how they're like <laughs> 10? And I'd be like, yeah, yeah. So I would like drift out and then I'd come back and they'd be like, just gas him again. <laughs> and, and so they, they, ga- they, they gas me so many times and eventually I'm out. And um, <laughs> Get him back! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i um i then wake up after the operation and the mm. first thing i do is like i panic and try to jump out of bed because I, I was that. like so i tried to run for the door and your legs just don't work so I you, got ran, just you went, ran for the gas yeah <laughs> give me the gas um so i just ran and just fell on the floor and was just lying there in a heap it was quite, i had, it was that, quite I had that when i had my um when i had my adenoids out as a kid your what is my adenoids adenoids Ad- <laughs> your adenoids shit son you ain't balling to get your adenoids out so this is the hashtag adenoids <laughs> i had my adenoids um and i was like this hyperactive obviously nightmare kid mm. and my mum said i said to the doctor i said i know like my mum needs my mummy needs to be here my mum needs to be here and my mum said trust me if this boy wakes up on the hospital bed without me there, it's going to be all hell. Yeah. And they went, no, it's going to be fine. <laughs> they gassed me or whatever they did to me. I fell asleep. I woke up on this hospital. I'd just been under general anesthetics. I should be what, four years old. I woke up, looked around. My mum wasn't there. So bit the do- <laughs> I bit the doctor. You bit him? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i bit she the really wasn't lying that's i bit messed, the doctor that's mad i rolled off the bed and the nurse runs to the phone and goes get her down here get her down there's <laughs> like alarm like alarms going off it's like red light like, <laughs> patient zero three has escaped <laughs> biting um, the doctor I, rem- I remember once i'd i can't remember what i'd had i'd had some operation where i'd, ha- I'd been put under it might have been for the gold for the, <laughs> that gold tooth can't be it true. might have been for the gold I chain i don't believe I they put a gold swear chain where to you i wouldn't attached a gold chain to your tooth like yeah. a bell and just made it weighted yeah, any down any dentist but anyway so i think it was it might have been for that procedure i woke up it was so embarrassing there's loads of nurses around and i farted really loudly and i was like oh what the fuck like what's happened and the nurse turns around <laughs> and my mum was there at the time and uh, they're like oh yeah that's um a, a sort of usual reaction when uh, they put the antibiotics up that like, inserted up your anus and they were like it was optional but your mum ticked yes i was like why did you ask me like i don't it's really weird you've been fingering my bum whilst i'm asleep with fucking putting pills up there oh my god i remember i remember when i had my acl ligament done i had to go on a general anesthetic again so they had to reconstruct my acl ligament and I was in hospital and I was really another upset. Another tennis injury. No, it wasn't. It was rugby, actually, when I was freaking going to be pro. Anyway, I, I had the injury really bad and I couldn't pee. General anesthetic stops you from peeing. Oh, really? Stopped, yeah, yeah, it stops you from peeing. So I phoned up my mum, <clears throat> go, mum, you know, I can't pee. She says, okay, well, don't worry about it. See how you go. Another hour later. And fluids are going into my body all the time, right? Because mm. you've got that little thing attached to you. A few hours later, I was like, yeah, still, I, my, I really need a pee now. And I kept getting my little like trolley thing that you had, you're attached to and like waddling to the loo after my operation, trying to pee, couldn't pee. So I phone up the nurse, the night nurse. And I say, look, I, I'm really, I can't pee. She says, okay, well, give it another go. Give it another go, it doesn't work. 
She says, okay, well, let's leave it an hour. Leave it another hour. I still can't pee. Is your bladder expanding? My bladder is literally on the point of exploding and I can't pee. So she comes back in and she says to me, okay, our only option now is to stick a catheter in you. Oh, so it goes down your... I didn't know what a catheter was. So I phone my mum up and go, hey, mum, don't worry about it. They're going to put a catheter in me. Yeah. She said, do you know where a catheter goes? It goes in your urethra. Urethra. So you're you're used to having that displayed with. (laughs) You're like, yeah, stick it in, make it extra big. (laughs) So I freak out. Did you know what I do? I I went to go and get go. You bit you bit him first. No, go and get a. She went and got a um a bedpan. Yeah. She filled it with hot water. Yeah. And I put my willy in it. And that worked. Made me pee. So that that was an old uh, like schoolboy thing, and um you would put you would put um someone's finger. You'd put someone's hand in hot water or warm water when yeah. they were sleeping, and it would make them. It doesn't work. I had a friend called Edmund at school, and me and my friend James, when we did that, we went Edmund. and got a, Edmund. We went and got a cup of hot water, yeah. and we went over to his hand and stuck his hand in. We were looking at his hand, and then he was like not working. We looked up, and he was just staring at us. <laughs> <laughs> he just starts urinating anyway. He's like, "Is this what you wanted? <laughs> Are you not entertained?" Hey, in our bonus episodes, what we like to do is talk about the high lows and the low lows. The high, the high lows and the low lows. The uh, high point and low point. What was your high point of the week? Oh, and my high point. Yeah. Look, got some pearls again. There we go. Got some pearls. My pearls. What back. up, Styles? So, what up, Harry um, Styles? I did, ha- I did have some, I bought some uh, Portuguese river pearls when I was in Lisbon. Shut up. I think they're probably made in China, but um, <laughs> yeah. they, were, they were quite, they're a bit bigger than these ones. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I was in Croatia and um, I was actually weirdly thinking, I was like, this necklace has lasted quite a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, then someone touched the necklace and it just exploded. <gasps> it just went... Phew. No. Yeah. So you went and bought some new ones? Uh, I went and bought some new ones yesterday. So that was my high point. My, I had a really boring week. So that's why my high point's actually not that high. I was ill. I only just come out. I don't think you were ill, big boy. Sorry, who the fuck are you? Oh, I don't I was, know. I was, Talking I was, about being doctors. I, I don't was, know. I was quite ill. I was like really run down. Were you really run down? Yeah, it was not fun so that was the low light i had like proper proper brain fog just couldn't couldn't do anything my energy was rinsed just whacked oh it's terrible i was trying to trying to work and i would just fall asleep at the the desk so that's my low point probably being ill okay give you mine oh actually another here we go another high point yeah you know that peanut butter manny life yes they've done a rich cocoa (gasps) like chocolate peanut butter wow put that in the fridge it's basically like a chocolate yogurt Gee, I'm going to give a shout out to Hackney Gelato. Have you had Hackney Gelato? Gelato. Gelato. Hackney Gelato. Have you ever had it? They do a um, they do a peanut butter and chocolate flavored ice cream. It's the best ice cream I think I've ever had mm. in a tub. It's unbelievable. Shout out to the ice cream. Really? Do you know uh, what I love? What? Philadelphia. <laughs> Great on bagels <laughs> with salmon. <laughs> Great for all the family. I actually, I know I'm like trying to be sort of good with what i eat and not do anything bad like cheese is the, the cheese is the worst the dairy industry is not good apparently um but philadelphia oh boy but you still eat it cream cheese is just <laughs> so good <laughs> yesterday i just got a slice of bread yeah and uh and uh, one of these uh, philadelphia likes i'm trying to watch uh, oh there you go it's summertime you know um <laughs> so i just got i love it that you just started your diet at the end of august <laughs> yeah yeah i get that. gonna look really fit for winter gonna get that summer bod for <laughs> christmas day <laughs> Hey, Gran, check out these pecs. 
um but i just got i got a, a slice of bread 50 50 uh hovis 50 50 oh, 50, 50. oh little, damn little bit of brown a little bit of bit of white <laughs> um so i i just got it didn't even do, didn't prepare it didn't do anything just got it in my hand i'm so lazy sometimes i just thrust it into the philadelphia oh you didn't do and that just ate pretty much the whole pot of philadelphia with with bread with half brown half and then white i rolled bread. over and <laughs> no yeah and gave her a kiss <laughs> that was my weekend um but no yeah i was <laughs> love philadelphia it's uh oh my god okay my my highlight oh, yeah come on hit me with yours highlight gotta be wilderness festival nice it's just a great time sophie ellis b Sophie Alice B, great lady. Did, mur- did murder. Peggy Goo, did great. She, did she create murder on the dance floor? She did. She she sung that. And do you know who else was DJing there? His first DJ set. Who's the guy who was the lead role in Homeland? Big star. Big star. He's involved with the festival. Somehow, he was DJing at the festival. His name is Damien Lewis. Damien Lewis. He was DJing. That that was my highlight. My low light. Yeah. My low light of the weekend was. My low light is, is that um, this is a really boring one. Mm. Really, That's really boring one. Low lights are boring, generally. Someone, it's not boring, someone effing stole my fresh fitness food again. 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 You, ever, you know this. I don't, listen, who is watching my door you, you, that my food gets you, left outside it please, and they come and take it? Can you please? And not even this time. They actually opened up the little case it's in and just took the food out and left the case. Oh, that's courteous of you. That's not. No, it is actually courteous because you can send the, the box back, can't you? Furious. Um, I think you should set a trap. Oh, Please. Sh- okay. Put, put a poo in a box. <laughs> It'd be so good. <laughs> He'll go in there rummaging around to get his like truffles and come out with shit all over his hands. I think you should do it. Do something that like, like he'll open the bag and it explodes like blue oh, paint, paint. Like, like, like a bank paint robbery. and then we know who it is and then <laughs> Imagine find out I come into, Sophie coming to the podcast so I've just got <laughs> blue eyelashes I'm like hello <laughs> um, hey um, I really want to know also the power of this podcast if that woman caught her ferret if you're listening to this if you are listening to this and you're at Wilderness Festival and you were chasing a ferret at about two in the morning or conversely if you were at the festival and you saw Jamie tripping out, I wasn't tripping. No, I was. I was. I was fine. I, was, thought, I, I wasn't even drunk. He thought there was ferrets everywhere. There was a ferret running down the road, and the woman was chasing it. It's a ferret. I wish I'd seen this. It was that or an it's otter. Like, it's like when it was I, that or an it's otter. It's like when I saw the the world's second rarest moth. No, no, but you you made that up. That this was I a, didn't make it up. You did. There was a moth there. There was not it was a the moth two, there. The two lads said that there was the second it was rarest not moth. A moth there. There was an actual moth there. Okay, well this that's was why a, it was fucking hilarious. This was a ferret or an otter. One of the two. They were, <laughs> oh, so now the story's changed. Okay, it was an otter. Oh, there's more to oh, the story, oh, is there? And she was being chased by an elephant. <laughs> right. Okay. Listen, if you are that lady who is chasing a ferret or an otter, please let us know. Slide into our DMs at Private Podcast. This Friday we have a great episode with. Uh, a wonderful lady called Sarah Wilson. Sarah Wilson hasn't eaten sugar for the past 10 years, I think it is. Hasn't touched it. She calls herself... She hasn't a, what? She hasn't eaten sugar. Oh, wow. I want to do that. She hasn't... She calls herself... I wasn't on this well, podcast, was I? No, we. there is a saying which is called minimalist, where you basically live with as minimal things as you can. Know, she we, believes that's a commercial term. She does uh, less than that. She traveled the world with just a backpack in her hand for the last seven years. She's an incredible lady. We talk about so much. She's also bipolar. We talk about bipolar... We talk about her upbringing. We talk about her life in Australia. We talk about her life now. We talk about her. She is, I mean, I, I've never met anyone in my life who says yes to so many things. She's an incredible lady. Sarah Wilson on the podcast this Friday. You're going to love this one. But. I'm, I'm going to listen. Uh, I, I host I'm, it with I'm, Tom I'm Lucy because you're in Ibiza. Minimalism. Lovely. No, she thinks it's a commercial Well, term. Well, true minimalism then, I guess. I don't know. Um, if until you, then. Uh, if you're a ferret 
yeah and you've been affected by today's podcast and you're fed up being chased please phone in damn straight we'll look after you all right everybody we're going to see you on friday for another episode if we don't see you then we'll see you next week on our bonus episodes on wednesday have a great day have a great life big love to your people goodbye ciao bella ciao bella